0: CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Cannabis Confidential with your host Dr. Dina.
1: Welcome to Cannabis Confidential. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Dr. Dina. I missed you guys so much. It's been so much fun. The last couple months, I've been traveling around. I went to Hawaii. I missed you guys, but thank you so much for joining us today because I'm back with a vengeance. Today we have a powerful guest on Cannabis Confidential and. He is not just a friend of a friend of mine. You guys met Sean Enton. He was on a few weeks ago. He was a stroke survivor. He's been kicking ass and taking names. And he's friends with Evan. And together, they've been working really hard to get the word out about what cannabis does for traumatic brain injury. So today, we have Evan Britton. Evan is a former U.S. football offensive lineman who played six seasons in the National Football League. That's right, we have an NFL player on Cannabis Confidential. Oh, yeah. He's been four years with the Jacksonville Jaguars. He spent two with Chicago Bears, the Bears, and last playing football in 2014. Now, Eben is not your, you know, everyday guy that would be on Cannabis Confidential. It's probably not someone you even would assume uses cannabis. If you look at him, he is this big, strong, powerful guy, and you can't imagine, you know, he seems to be the type that would you'd run into at the bar not you know maybe at a cannabis club or at a cannabis cup or a festival or a speaking engagement speaking about the positive effects of cannabis but that is why Evan is such a positive force for the cannabis industry and why we need to support him because he gets the trust of so many different people that normally would not appreciate cannabis but can look at it a whole different way. And that's why I really get excited when people come out and speak from the heart about cannabis and it's not your everyday, you know, stoner-looking person that, you know, maybe can't break through to grandpa, but people like Evan can. So please welcome Evan Britton. Welcome, Evan. How are you?
2: Thank you, Dina. I'm doing great. How are you doing?
1: I'm lovely. I'm lovely. So talk to me about football. Was that something that you and you were like in junior high you were playing?
2: Well, the first time I played football was my freshman year of high school. And really the reason for that was my mom. I always wanted to play. I remember for as long as I mean, thinking back as long as I can remember, you know, I want it was my dream to play in the NFL But up until high school, my mom was always like, no, you're not playing. You're going to get hurt. Um, I can't allow it. So finally, my freshman year of high school comes around. I have my dad help me convince my mom that, you know, maybe I can give this football thing a try. And uh, we convinced her, and she she let me play, and that was kind of the beginning of, you know, really the rest of my life. You know, I devoted so much time and energy and focus, you know, to making it, making that dream my reality. And, you know, it's so much time in the weight room and time, you know, conditioning and studying the game. And, uh, it really served me well throughout, throughout my career as, you know, my work ethic just carried me, you know, through college and then into the NFL where I played six years, four with, with the Jags, as you said, and two with the Bears, and it was really a fantastic adventure.
1: That is so incredible. And, you know, so many people work hard and they don't make it. They don't get to their dream, and you did. And and looking back now at all the hard work and, pe- and your mom being afraid that you would get hurt, you know, was there some truth to that?
2: Uh, definitely, you know, definitely. I mean... I really wasn't seriously injured until I got to the NFL and I started, you know, I'd have dislocated shoulders, herniated discs my uh, that led to sciatica, and then this incredible pain shooting down my leg, causing numbness in my foot, you know, torn ligaments, torn muscles, sprained ankles, sprained MCLs.
0: But
2: you, know, you just have to power through it, just, don't you? You
1: just, you know, they give you exa- pharmaceuticals I mean, and
2: it's basically you know every day it's a business you know once you get to the nfl and every day you have to step on that field and you have to be ready to produce and be at your best and you know that that really brings along with it this responsibility to be out on the field and to do whatever it takes to have your body ready to be able to take that punishment day after day and really you know The day-to-day regimen of pain management for, you know, most NFL players is every guy has, you know, a prescription for anti-inflammatories of one kind or another, whether it's Indocin or Cataflam. And these are really, this is just for the aches and pains, the bumps and the bruises. This isn't even when you have a serious injury, like a dislocated shoulder or a torn ACL or something that you might need surgery to repair you know, this is just for the day-to-day grind of getting through that typical soreness that you feel. You know, and these are incredibly high-powered anti-inflammatories that really wreck your internal organs. They do a number on your digestive system. And, you know, we haven't even gotten to You know once you're seriously injured and you start taking vicodin or percocet or whatever it is you know those things had for me you know just such a negative effect on my overall well-being i mean they didn't do anything for helping me get out of the pain for instance with my dislocated shoulder coming out of surgery you know they made it difficult to sleep i was i found that i was really angry and i got really aggravated when I took things like Vicodin or Percocet and that's why, I mean, that's part of the reason that I always gravitated towards cannabis as my own preferred source for pain management and relief through the physical stress and the psychological stress of dealing with injuries and, you know, the day-to-day grind of being in the NFL.
1: Now you recently wrote an amazing article, uh, tell me more about that, or
2: you admit um, well, that you were
1: uh, stoned while playing NFL games?
2: Yeah, so <clears throat> really, I feel like it's important to share my experiences, you know, with the cannabis throughout my football career, using it as a pain man as a source of pain management. Um, you know, even experimenting and using it before games on occasion. Um, And really, I'm trying to broaden the perspective of what we consider to be acceptable forms of healing or dealing with pain, dealing with trauma and stress.
1: You're breaking through with these stories, though, about talking about some of your best games played while, you know, while high. You're breaking through to NBC and and ESPN and all these places that normally would post negative stories about cannabis. Right.
2: Right. Right. So, yeah. 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 And I think that. Well, thank you. I mean, I'm just I I believe that. you know, if sharing my experiences can push this whole movement in a positive direction, then I'm. I want to keep doing that, and I want to keep talking about, you know, what cannabis can do for people. You know, as as I've grown and I've gone um, through this adventure and getting into the cannabis world and hearing the stories from the children with Gervais syndrome to our military veterans and how much it's helping them with PTSD and their quality of life uh, to my good friend, Sean, who suffered a massive stroke five years ago, who's healing himself with the plant. I mean, these stories are remarkable. And if it takes, you know, a guy who me or one of my colleagues, you know, there's a group of us NFL guys now who are willing to continue to talk about it and really want to push this movement in in the right in the direction that you know it's been going and and continue that. Um, right. And you know what, Evan, we this, want to talk
1: it's... more about the Gridiron Coalition and all that in just a second, but we have to take a short break, so don't go anywhere. Okay. You guys will be right back with Evan Britton talking about how uh, the NFL, they're trying to break through to the NFL and also about how it made him feel being uh, using cannabis during an NFL game. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right
0: back. Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina will continue after a word from our most confident sponsors. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc is even hot proofed by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana llama out.
2: Got to tend to me on crops, you know? Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc.
1: Play as Ted Growing, expelled botany sophomore and the biggest grower in town. Only on Weed Firm Replanted. Available on the App Store and Google Play.
0: It's a lot of work being the biggest grower in town. Maintaining a room full of plants while dealing with a slew of eccentric customers, from a hardcore partier to the curious neighbor next door. Is anybody home? Help me expand my bud business by unlocking new strains, customizing my grow room, and completing challenges that you can't get enough of. Grow your empire so big you can see it from space. Low on funds? Don't worry. Weed Firm Replanted is free to download.
1: Download Weed Firm Replanted for free on the App Store and Google Play today. Get growing, Mr. Growing. While the feds and state are doing their dance, you still need to transact business and manage your cash. Go professional and let your customers pay with PayQuick. They pay you and they earn rewards points.
0: Talking with Multi Cup Award winner Maya Elizabeth. The Grow Show with Kyle Cushman. I've always followed Whoopi and I think she's fantastic. I've followed her advocacy over the years. Tell me a little bit how you think. Partnering with a mainstream, high-profile figure actually benefits the cannabis community as a whole. I have infinite respect for Whoopi Goldberg. I wouldn't just partner with any into
1: that kind of thing. I'm into cannabis medicine, and I'm into making quality products that people can find relief
0: from. So to hear that her vision was actually the same, it's been beyond a dream to manifest. The Grow Show with Kyle Cushman, only on CannabisRadio.com. Dr. Dina is back with more Cannabis Confidential only on CannabisRadio.com.
1: And we're back. All right, Evan. Let's continue right where you were. So we were talking about how you're kind of bringing it up to the NFL, right? The options that maybe we have to treat some of these players instead of pumping them filled with pharmaceuticals and that maybe they would heal faster and get stronger. So let's talk about you know, you using cannabis during an NFL game, that was a little risky, don't you think?
2: Uh, yeah, I, I think that it was a pretty uh, strong, bold move to make. I, you know, I really have looked at it as, you know, sharing my experience and trying to shed some light on the realities of what, The cannabis plant is and what it can do and what it can be. Um, So, using it in my football career and using it and being um, using it right before playing, you know, I felt incredibly fluid and in the moment and grounded. My feet connected to the earth and I felt whole. And you know, that's really, I think, a contradictory idea to what we've been kind of groomed to think of what it means to be high on cannabis. or Well, I think it you know, affects everyone it, differently. What type... like,
1: exactly. For example. For example, right. like I noticed people with, with attention deficit hyperactive disorder, right? Which normally you would get put yeah. on Ritalin, which is like a form of speed. And they would speed of you course. up and it's supposed to make you feel normal. But now I personally have ADD. I've tried Ritalin. It made me crazy. It, it gave me OCD. I, I, I think my, I was in... Yeah. 20 years old, I was going through at four in the morning. I was knocking on my sister's door saying, I need to clean your closet. It's messy. And she goes, I'm sleeping. I'm I'm like, I can't sleep until your closet's clean. Now, if you know me, I don't care about what my closet or my sister's closet looks like. So that was like, total pharmaceutical, but if I use cannabis, (laughs) I could like focus, I could slow down and focus on what I need to focus on instead of thinking about what the person across the way is talking about. And that light that's flickering in the corner on the right. And that noise that someone's making the door, making a noise, I get distracted very easily. But when I smoke, I could focus.
2: Yeah, it's amazing. It's really amazing. You know, the various things that it can help with and I found that as well Um, I throughout my NFL career you know I was I had a therapeutic use exemption to take Adderall and I was diagnosed with ADHD as well and for me Adderall really did the same thing it made me
1: crazy too OCD,
2: it made me go crazy. And really, you know, I've found certain strains of cannabis that really have enhanced my focus in a, in a much more natural, less <laughs> jittery, less taking it over that anxiety border to the OCD, you know, a much more natural focused feeling and focused energy. So
1: but I, think I, a lot I totally of people agree have with you. a Like, when I think of, like, parents who are anti-cannabis or older people because they tried it once and they didn't like the way they made it, you know, they felt paranoid or they, whatever it was, they didn't like. It's like, it's like saying, I tried a strawberry and I don't like fruit. You know? (laughs) It's like, that's the most absurd. (laughs) Yeah, you're exactly right. Like, come on, how do you know you don't like this if you just because you tried something else? It's like, that's totally different. You know, I don't like beer because I don't like Like, hello, okay doesn't make sense. So so, uh, now talk about how the Gridiron Coalition kind of came about.
2: So the Gridiron Cannabis Coalition, which has now turned into the Gridiron Cannabis Foundation, was originated with Kyle Turley, who is another former NFL player. He played for 10 years as an offensive tackle. And he's really been one of the front uh, people out front in in as far as NFL guys being outspoken about the healing potential of cannabis and what it can do especially for brain trauma, concussions, CTE, you know, these really big picture ideas and issues that the NFL is going to really need to start coming up with answers for.
1: Right. We're seeing too many people having uh, too many of these guys just getting knocked in the head too many times and bad things happen when you get knocked in the head too many times. And, you know, you look at your, your best friend, Sean, who had a stroke and how, yeah. you know, what he he talks about what he was like when he was using pharmaceuticals versus getting off of the pharmaceuticals and using cannabis and being a productive member of society and, you know, getting connections back.
2: It's yeah, really and actually healing and, and getting yeah. better. I mean, that's something that's really it's powerful, and it's an important story that needs to be told. And, you know, I think that a big part of, you know, spreading awareness and educating people on what, you know, the various ways cannabis can be beneficial to people is... You know, we need to shed light on these stories so that the people who aren't convinced—you know, those people you were talking about—maybe the older generation, maybe it's you know specific demographics around the country of parents or whoever it might be or religion, who are not you so know, sure about, about. Yes, exactly, for religious reasons you know, those are the people that we're really trying to crack. You know, we're we're trying to, I think that if we can reach those people and start to change their mind about what it is and what it can be, then I think that's when it starts to get really exciting.
1: Excellent. Well, I agree with that. I had a, uh, my mom called me uh, about a week ago and she said, I'm I, going past this newsstand and there's a newspaper that's the Jewish Journal and she goes, I grabbed it for you because I want you to see it. And so she gave it to me, and on the cover it says marijuana is going to be legal, but is it kosher? And, oh. it, and it was just kind of an interesting, like, that's like, the, the, for, yeah. it's already for the Jewish community. They're They're already talking about it because they know that the rabbis have said it's kosher, but is it kosher, meaning is it okay for... Jews to use cannabis. But I like that the conversation's out there. Now we need to get out to the churches. And I notice that certain demographics, like Latinos, th- their moms are the ones that are really anti-cannabis. We need to get through to that sure. sort of demographic yeah. as well.
2: If we can convince the moms, all the moms of America, that cannabis is good, I think that we're we're making a, da- a damn good dent.
1: So what's your message to all the moms in America, Evan? Wow, we're going to go deep. I think
2: that my message is that it's really important that we start taking a look and educating ourselves on the facts of what it is, and stop stop looking at marijuana from the lens that it's been stigmatized under, and start looking at it as something from nature, something that's natural something that we need to start building a better sense of a better platform of education. And we need to start doing research to figure out exactly how far we can take it. And I think that that's, that's number one for me.
1: And you think that, you know, the federal government just recently coming out and saying that they're going to stay with schedule one, basically saying that they believe that there's no medicinal value to cannabis is that like isn't that just a slap in the face to like all these people like you who've seen it firsthand work?
2: I think it's it's baffling. It's absolutely baffling, especially. Um, I did a this event with a group called Face of Cannabis. It's this photographer named Nicole Montanez. She's out of Colorado, and basically, she's been doing this campaign where. She's taking photos of all these children with Dravet syndrome, different seizure syndromes who are using cannabis oil, and they're literally going from 1,000 seizures a day, one every 5 to 10 seconds, to after starting to take a oil with a ratio of THC and CBD, they're down to one to two seizures a week, one to two a month. Some of these kids are having no seizures anymore. You know, and to look and have these mothers look me in the eye and tell me that this has saved their child's life and this has gotten their family back on its feet, there's, there's it's nothing not anybody could tell me to say that that's not real-life medicine right there. That's not real-life healing. I mean, it's the examples... And the stories are out there right in front of our faces. And we just have to start paying attention.
1: Exactly. All right. Well, we have to take a quick break. We're going to listen to our sponsors. And when we come back, we'll be joined again with Evan Britton. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right
0: back. Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina will continue after a word from our most confident sponsors. Mindful of sustainable practices and limiting their environmental footprint, Sansal hemp is always grown outdoors, as nature intended. By starting with uniform genetic profiles, Sansal ensures the plant will maintain its optimal performance and yield consistently throughout its life cycle. It is through innovative processes that Sansal is able to achieve pure whole hemp extracts and meet industry requirements and the level of quality desired by many of their customers. Healthy plants...
1: That cancer is preventable
0: The concierge for better living with Doc Rob Only on CannabisRadio.com Dr. Dina is back with more Cannabis Confidential Only on CannabisRadio.com And we're back
1: with Cannabis Confidential I'm Dr. Dina and we have Eben Britton So Eben, some of the, uh, the projects you're working on Talk to me about that
2: Yes, yeah, so one of them we've already mentioned. Uh, I'm doing some work with the Gridiron Cannabis Foundation and really just trying to develop that as a resource center for, you know, former NFL veterans to come, military veterans, really anyone who's in need of searching for education or some sort of help and they're looking to do it in the cannabis world. That's really Gridiron Cannabis Foundation is set up to establish that.
1: Do you think the NFL will ever yeah. let players who live in legal states use cannabis, medical cannabis or I not? I think
2: so. I think they're going to have to start. I think they're going to have to first open it up and start look doing research. I think that the mothers of America are going to hold them to that at some point, And I think that's coming closer and closer every day. For instance, last night I I finally had a chance to watch the Weedikit episode with my good buddy and former teammate, Eugene Monroe. And he went out to visit another former player named Brian Schaffering, who's really uh, had a lot of struggles with some neurological disorders. And, uh, you know, to see him with his family and to see him talk about you know watching his sons grow and if he wanted them to play football you know he said we've talked about that and when they asked the son who must have been 12 years old they said do you want to play football and the kid said no not anymore because i don't want to i don't want to go through the same pain i'm watching my dad go through now and it was just that was a really powerful thing to see and uh here and i mean obviously so tragic and heartbreaking but i think that they're gonna have to exactly if this is something that can and it could very well be a solution to some serious issues the nfl will be facing i think that they are going to have to take a look at it
1: well i hope so so what else are you working on what was the other thing i interrupted you
2: that's okay. So the other thing I'm working on with, with Sean is we're starting a line of CBD products. Our company is called Be True Organics. And we're starting with a body cream that has CBD infused. And,
1: and Amazing. Well, I cannot wait to have both you and Sean on together to talk about the launch of your line. Because this is going to be very, very yeah. exciting. and Definitely.
2: So we're we're really excited about that.
1: Evan, where can people find you online if they want to follow or, or stay in touch, and, and you know, watch your Twitter or um,
2: what's
1: your, you got a Twitter? On Instagram
2: and, Inst- and Twitter, I'm at E D S Britain. That's E is an elephant, D is in daisy, S is in snake. Britain. You can follow me there, and other than that, I'm I'm in the process of launching my own website where I'll be doing a lot of writing, posting a lot of writing, and other things as well to keep people updated on what I'm doing in the movement and the rest of my life with football and so on. So
1: Well, thank you so much, Evan. I mean, you are an amazing guy and your story is really incredible and it's the fact that it's not just that you used cannabis while you played, but now that you're not playing, you're fighting for all of the guys who are playing to be able to use cannabis and and to get the help that they really need. So for that, you are our weed warrior of the week. Just a very very exclusive title, Evan. You should be very excited about awesome.
2: that. Awesome, awesome. Thank you. <laughs> I'm stoked. And,
1: I do want to remind everybody listening that, you know, as a cannabis fact that at least 10% of all cannabis users in their lifetime get arrested for cannabis use or related charges, let's change that. We need to fix the laws and make something happen. I'm going to have a a bunch of really cool guests coming up in the next few weeks, and I'm also going to dedicate an episode to talk about Adult Use Marijuana Act in California. You know, should we do it or should we not? I think we're kind of, my best analogy right now is to say that California is treating us like naughty, naughty children, and we are getting grounded no matter what, and we have to pick our grounding, whether we get to be grounded by adult use or we get grounded by the state regulation. One is coming, whether we want it or not. We just have to figure out which one we want and so i will get into that thank you so much for following for listening check us out online cannabisradio.com thank you for listening to cannabis confidential with dr dina don't forget to check out my snapchat my instagram my twitter my twitter is actually just dr dina but everything else is dr dina420 and my website drdina420.com And make sure that you share this, please, with your friends. Give us five stars, thumbs up, whatever it is. Show us some love and we'll show it back to you. And we will catch up with you next week for another episode of Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina. Over and out.